0: Hello everyone and welcome to the 82nd episode of the Compliance Update Podcast brought to you by Team Legacies. Through this weekly series, we endeavor to bring to you legal, regulatory and compliances updates as well as alerts that you may have missed during the week. Let us look at some of the key developments in the past week. In our first segment, we will be covering market-related updates. Our very first update for the day is... The Security and Exchange Board of India, commonly known as SEBI, floated a consultation paper seeking public comments on protection of public equity shareholders in case listed entities undergo the corporate insolvency resolution process. This follows numerous complaints with regards to companies that have been listed following the approval of the resolution plan. Next, SEBI issued a new format for disclosing details pertaining to payment of fees applicable under the issuance of Debt Securities Rules. In July, CB said the market infrastructure institution, including the stock exchange, registered intermediaries and companies that have listed are intending to list their securities on the stock exchange. They have to pay 18% GST on the fees charged by the regulator. This is also applicable for persons who are dealing in securities market next india's insurance regulator has proposed to the government that insurers be allowed to buy over 10% of unlisted firms without approval regulatory and industry sources said a move that could unlock new funding avenue for startups in asia's third largest economy currently insurance regulatory and development authority of india commonly known as irtai does not allow insurers to invest in unlisted entities without its permission. Next, capital market regulator Sebi has introduced a regulatory framework to facilitate providers of online bond platform that are selling listed debts securities. Under the new rules, no person would act as an online bond platform provider without obtaining registration certificate as a stock broker from Sebi. Next, the Directorate General of Foreign Trade, commonly known as DGFT, has notified that the importers can apply for registration after the 60th day and within five days before the expected date of arrival of the import consignment. Next, India has undoubtedly emerged as an attractive destination for investment with FDI inflows in financial year 22 at an all time high of $83.5 billion. However, as of October, none of the top 50 Fortune 500 companies have chosen to locate their Asia-Pacific headquarters in the country. No Indian city finds its way into the top 15 significant financial centres expected by 2024, or the top 10 list of the Asia-Pacific cities of the future. Singapore and China lim- remain preferred destinations for global conglomerates. Next. As the crypto world remains surrounded by mostly negative news, there has been a global meltdown in investment in the once bright sector. Indian investors, too, seem wary, some of them reassessing their exposure and others completely withdrawing until they could make sense of volatile situation. Next, Federation of Hotel and Restaurant Association of India, commonly known as FHRAI, on Tuesday said it has written to SEBI to stop OU from launching its IPO in the wake of penalty imposed by the Competition Commission of India. On the hospitality and travel tech firm for unfair business practices. Oyo, however, said the FHRAI is misrepresenting the CCI order and the letter to SEBI is to distract attention from executive committee meeting of FHRAI being held as null and void by the NCLT, which has also ordered a court monitored AGM of the hospitality industry body. Next, KEC International, a global infrastructure engineering, procurement and construction major. It has bagged new orders worth rupees 1294 crores across various businesses. The RPG Group company's transmission and distribution business has secured a large order of supply of towers in America. Next, SEBI floated a consultation paper seeking public comments on the SEBI regulation 2018. Comments will be sought till 1 December 2022. The consultation paper has proposed changes with respect to maximum limited quantum and time taken for completion of buybacks. Moving on to some banking sector updates. According to the latest data released by Reserve Bank of India commonly known as RBI, borrowings by the bank increased to Rs 5.49 trillion as on October 21, 2022 from Rs 2.74 trillion as on March 25, 2022. Next. RBI Governor Shikanta Das met heads of public and private sector lenders to discuss various issues including slower deposit growth compared to credit and asset quality. Although banks have been fast in passing on the hikes in repo rate to borrowers, the increase in deposit rate has not kept pace. Next. The centre has told the Supreme Court that the November 2016 decision to withdraw rupees 500 and 1000 currency note was one of the critical steps in the series of transformational economic policy steps, and this decision was taken after extensive consultation with the RBI and advanced preparation. Next up is taxation related updates. Clarity on applying goods and services tax, commonly known as GST. On crypto or virtual digital assets appear to be around the corner, with the Central Board of Indirect Taxes and Customs, commonly known as CBIC, working on an agenda paper on the topic. The board has been interacting with the industry to decide on the GSE rate for crypto assets and identify whether they should be classified as goods or a service Beside related issues. Next, the Central Board of Direct Taxes Commonly known as CBDT, has proposed a standard income tax return form that aims to replace six of the seven existing ITR forms, ITR 1 to ITR 6, in an effort to simplify the process of submitting one income tax return. It is expected that proposed ITR form will be applicable from financial year 2022-23 onwards. The common ITR form will be online questionnaire-based form. Next, the CBIC has clarified the GST refund-related issues from 18 July 2022. The restriction has been placed on refund of unutilized input tax credit on account of inverted duty structure in case of supply of certain goods falling under Chapter 15 and 27. Lastly, let us look into some government sector updates. India and Iran are expected to sign the main contract on the long-term use of the all-important Chabahar port within the next few months. According to Subnan Sonowal, Union Minister for Ports, Shipping and Waterways says India continues to equip and operate the container and multipurpose terminal at Chabarpur port as per existing arrangements. The very last update for the day is Negotiations on the cover text of the decisions that will come out of the UN Climate Change Conference in Sharm el-Sheikh Begin on Saturday with India putting forward proposals that it would expect to see, including the acknowledgement that all fossil fuels contribute to greenhouse gas emissions and that the Paris Agreement requires phasing down of all fossil fuels. This brings us to the end of today's podcast. Thank you all for tuning in and listening in with us. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe and tune in every Friday for more such updates. Also, feel free to write into us with your comments and suggestions to editorial at the rate legacy.in. We hope you have a wonderful weekend ahead.